Here we go. Folks, this is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Privacy Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivey. And today, got a little 99.5 episode for you, a little halfer, breaking news episode for our Privacy Please listeners. Today, I'm going to talk about something very touchy subject, but around attacks and breaches. This uh, this is a report from Mandiant. Is uh, one in seven ransomware extortion attacks exposes OT data. So let's let's go ahead and dive in here. Ransomware gangs often up their game by extorting their victims on so-called shaming sites, where they dump the stolen information to pressure the victims to pony up and pay the ransom. According to a new analysis of these attacks by incident response provider Mandiant, one in seven of those extortion incidents exposes sensitive operational technology which is OT, information stolen from industrial victims in the attacks. Mandiant says more than 1,300 OT organizations in critical infrastructure and industrial production were hit by these so-called multifaceted extortion attacks in 2021. In a sampling of those victim cases, Mandiant said stolen OT data included detailed network and process documentation from two oil and gas organizations, admin credentials for an OEM to a manufacturer of trains, as well as backups for Simon's TIA portal PLC project files and product diagrams and a source code for a platform that tracks automobile fleets via GPS for a satellite vehicle tracking service provider among other sensitive documentations, holy sentence says access to this type of data can enable threat actors to learn about an industrial environment, identify paths of least resistance and engineer cyber physical attacks. On top of this, other data also included in the leaks about employees, processes, projects, etc., can provide an actor with a very accurate picture of the target's culture, plans, and operations, Mandiant said in this report. This report is fascinating, by the way. If, if uh, you get a chance, look in the notes. I have this report for you to actually take a look at. It is pretty extensive. Um, I'm not going to go through the entire thing, but I am going to highlight some pretty important uh, points that I want to uh Highlight. <laughs> so data leaks have always been a concern for organizations, of course. The exposure of sensitive information can result in damage to reputation, legal penalties, loss of intellectual property, and even impact the privacy of employees and customers. However, 
there is a little research about the challenges posed in industrial organizations when threat actors disclose sensitive details about their OT security, production, operations, or technology. So as I said before, uh, which was summed up from the Darknet um, um, summary in the article that I read just a few minutes ago, um, they talk about in this report, the Mandiant, uh, you know, Mandiant found a range of sensitive OT documentations on extortion sites. So in early 2020, just to give you a background, Mandiant observed media claims indicating ransomware leaks, exposing aerospace manufacturing designs and third-party technology documentation from an electric utility. A year later, an actor reshared a two to three gigabyte Doppel Paymer extortion leak from a major Latin American oil and gas organization in an underground forum claiming it contained OT information. So they analyzed the leak and found a variety of sensitive data, including usernames and passwords, IP addresses, remote services, asset tags, original equipment, manufacturer, OEM information, operator panels, network diagrams, etc. All information which a sophisticated threat actor would be hunting for during uh, reconnaissance or what Mandiant's red teamers would employ to identify attack paths in a target OT network. Uh, So to better understand the risk of these data leaks posed to OT asset owners, we built a large data set over a couple of months. A small team of analysts and data researchers filtered through hundreds of leaks, collected and analyzed samples to find OT documentation. So it goes on and on and on, uh, but let's go into the initial triage. So in 2021, they identified 3,000 extortion leaks released by ransomware operators, around 1,300 of these leaks, uh, which we mentioned before, were from organizations in industrial sectors that are likely to use OT systems, such as energy and water utilities or manufacturing. So they, they selected a, and retrieved a couple hundred of these samples by skimming through readily available file listings or other indicators of interest, such as comments from the actor or the target's sub, uh, sub-industry. So to kind of go a little bit further into it, they collected several terabytes of already filtered data. Um, and... Then they analyzed the samples to find sensitive technical documentation. Now, I want to highlight two of the the methods that they use. So they leveraged manual and automated file analysis to hunt through the data from interesting uh, samples. So they looked for documents such as network and process diagrams, machine interfaces, asset inventories, usernames and passwords, project files. Um, and they also examined third-party vendor agreements. So the first method was file listing of a ma- uh, manual analysis. So they browsed through file listings to identify keywords that hinted at the existence of OT-related data. So they obtained the file listings in a few ways. So sometimes actors released a directory or text file listing to advertise the extortion leak. If there were no file listings available, they attempted to create it themselves. So for small and medium-sized dumps, uh, they used Autopsy, a free public uh, available forensics tool that the tool is also included um, in the link here. It's called Mandiant's Flare VM image, which is distributed as an open source 
for larger dumps, they use custom built tools or downloaded the files locally to build a listing um, via default tools like RAR or uh, 7Z. If they were not able to require um, a listing, they browsed manually through file names. Uh, method two was forensics analysis with public and custom tools. For small and medium-sized dumps, they used autopsy, which enabled us to use, or which enabled them to use relatively large-sized folders. The tool can parse and file and provide summaries of timestamps, file types, keywords, and other useful data. Uh, they also use keywords using regular expressions to find data such as IP addresses or usernames to quickly visualize uh, JPEG images and uh, existing files, or of existing files, excuse me. <clears throat> um, they found a substantial amount of OT documentation as we um, talked about a little bit earlier. So they dive into that um, and the leak contents. Then they talk about sophisticated threat actors and how they can leverage data leaks to support um, reconnaissance efforts. Uh, so it, it's, it's really thorough. I mean, this is some good stuff. So I will share this link in the, um, in the show notes and please take the time to go through this. This is pretty fascinating. Um, so acknowledgements, uh, the, the research was made possible, you know, thanks to the hard work of so many people that, uh, aren't listed, but uh, a huge thanks to the Mandia research team uh, for providing this for, for everyone. So again, uh, please take a look. If you ever get some time, you can dive a little bit deeper into this, but this is, this is incredible. Hopefully uh, you learned something today and, and you're a little bit more aware than you were yesterday. So thanks again for, for tuning in. This was a, a privacy, please breaking news um, as of just a, a couple of days ago. So, uh, wow. Okay. This is uh, this is some big stuff. So ransomware, operational technology, cybercrime, extortion, hashtag all those. And uh, thank you again for for all the new listeners, for all the the ones that have stuck around since the beginning. Really appreciate this. We have a uh, our hundredth episode coming out next Wednesday, uh, so really excited for for that special episode. So stick around. Thanks for always being here. And please reach out if uh, you have questions, topics, anything. Love to hear from us or love to hear from you. Um, thanks again. Happy, uh, happy February and Black History Month. And that's it, guys. Thanks again. Privacy, please. Cameron Ivy. I'm out. I'll see you guys next week. I just wanted to thank all of you out there for tuning in each and every week. And to all of our amazing guests for coming on. I, I know that there are millions of other shows and it means the world to have you with us on this journey. We are so grateful that you choose to listen to us each and every week. If you like the show, tell a friend, have them tell their friends and then make, maybe make some new friends along the way. Uh, so we can continue to spread the word and keep learning together. Let's protect what matters most. And by the way, DJ, can you go ahead and drop that outro beat and keep it classy? We'll see y'all next week. Next week.